So, so, and I got hypersensitive to the smell of vinegar. The smell and taste of vinegar, which sucks, because that was what was on the sub that I was eating at the time, because that's how I like my subs. Gotcha. Oh, oh man, man, that key is That's what the key is you. You have that from the bowl and you get the horns. So, like, I actually, when I got the ability to stand again after 20 minutes, I brought that plate into the next fucking room for a while, and I was like, I'll just get back to you. <laughs> Last time I drank tea, I forgot what time it was. I didn't know I had to lay on the bed for 10 minutes or a half hour, and then when I finally started understanding the concept of time, I started crying because I realized that I was so old. Yeah. I've been alive for this long? I'm an old man! I've got to be in my 20s. What is time? time? And then eventually Natasha just came in the room and and just talked to me. And I was just like, I just need you here. I just need you in the room. Yeah. I need to hear you talk talk about anything. It doesn't matter. Tell me episodes of Supernatural. Just keep talking. I need this. Oh no, I talk way, way too much. Because my brain just starts going places. I have, I have a tendency, tendency to, to sing, like, with Gregor in train spotting when he sinks into the ground. I have a tendency of just getting so high that I become a part of the couch. Yeah. And couches don't talk. And watch reality shift around me. That's what happens when I get to drive. So. for Fridays and Sundays. <clears throat> and the rest of the time I just smoke joints. You know, yeah. so like, I, I don't smoke while I'm working or anything like that, but after work, I'm going to smoke, I'm going to smoke a joint, a joint and a half maybe sometimes. Yeah. You know. I... But it also, it also take you know, it... Because my, my blood system is fairly well saturated with TCH or THC, I forget the actual initials. You know, it, it, it takes a bit. You know? Like, if, if I put the joint down for like a half hour, I'm pretty much straight again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <coughs> uh. Okay, let's act three! Act three! Act three! Uh, yes, my friend, it's time once again for all of us here at the Pokemon Film Podcast to electric slide our way into the third and final act of the show. 
and it is sad to turn back to where we finally and eventually getting around to discuss our movie of the week. And this week, we continue our summer-long dive into the IMDb Bottle 100 with a look, unfortunately, with a look at the 2007 film Bratz, number 57 in our summer-long dive into the IMDb Bottom 100 list of the 100 worst movies of all time. <coughs> uh, this, this is a shallow piece of shit. Yeah. But, but I, I can't, can't say, say that, because like Space Jam, this, this is a movie for, for kids. You're not the target audience, so what you have to say doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, so, I, I, am, am I allowed to criticize the Joker? Because that was only made for white people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You weren't the target audience. Yeah. And, and also, if, if you're, you're white, white, you have nothing, nothing bad to say about Marin and shrimp on the Barbie. Yeah. And 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 let's and let's be let's be honest. The Joker. I was the target audience. I was exactly the target audience for the Joker, and it was still like, oh, give me a fucking break. Yeah, so you can criticize it, but I can't. Well, and and I also had a problem with that, like, even if we take all of that as a given, you know, I don't see what he experienced in the Joker turning him into the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see, I mean, he would have to have a full-on schizophrenic fucking crack-up to be the Joker that we know and love. Yeah. You know? And I don't see... I mean... It it could make you a prick. You know? I mean, like... With what he went through, it can can make you a a white supremacist asshole. Uh... My Joker has a fake flower on his lapel that shoots hats at you. Yeah. That is my Joker. Uh huh. My Joker is hiding at the abandoned amusement park. Yeah. That is Joker. Because it's still funny to him. Yeah. You know? My Joker is not covered in tattoos. My Joker is not all gritty. And my Joker is not a tortured white man. Yeah. Who, who, who is, is upset that he isn't a successful comedian. Yeah. That's not my Joker. That's not my Joker. So, so this week's movie, we're, we're, we're subconsciously trying really hard to talk about Keith, Weeks, or how we feel when we're high, or the Joker, instead of this week's really shitty movie. Yes. So we're going to try and center us. This is a movie based on the toy line for girls. And when these toys were all the rage, I had two daughters. So uh, as a dad, let me school you on Rats, okay? Yeah. Rats was a series of 10-inch fashion dolls. They were released in 2001. Imagine Barbie but ghetto. 
like that friends of mine were um, trying to steer their daughters t more toward the Monster High dolls instead. That came out a little bit later in, yeah. 2000, in 2010, but I
cool, sexy outfits and, and yeah. Yeah, in 2004, they actually released a direct-to-video, cheaply made, animated movie. And apparently that was so successful that in 2005, the next year, they released a badly computer-animated Bratz movie that had its premiere on Cartoon Network. And it was apparently so much of a hit that in 2006, they started an animated TV series for Cartoon Network. It ran for two seasons. Starting in 2006, gee, it looks like the Bratz brand is unstoppable. Well, apparently, no matter how successful your brand is, one movie can destroy your company. Yeah. So, uh, this movie was a 2007 live-action movie based on a series of puzzles for kids. Man, 2007 was a long time ago. I wonder what was happening that year. How do you handle this? The year was 2007. Yes. Rudy Giuliani was yet to be, uh, unmasked as a total fucking dumbass and was running for president. In 2007. Yes. Also, in 2007, Steve Jobs announced the first Apple phone for 2008. But man, that's not going to be a huge hit, because everyone loves their Blackberries, and they are never going to go out of style. No. No. Um, the biggest thing to happen in 2007 is that Britney Spears went a little bit crazy, and everyone laughed at her. Then 2020 happened, and all went fucking crazy. And now we understand her plight and want her to be free. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, yeah. I think, I think that's, that's a really great summation of the entire thing. Oh, oh, yes, I, I totally agree. And it's, and it's like, like, oh, remember Bridgie Spears when they shaved her head and was attacking paparazzi with an umbrella? That was so fucking funny. So how was your pandemic? I was dressed as a kangaroo in a teepee hiding from my children. Crying and eating my weight in gummy bears.
trying to fight to save a sinking ship, which was Marvel. Yeah, but But also, uh, Avi Arad and uh, Stan Lee were saving Marvel by saying, like, going door to door, only opens up, Hello? Hi, I'm Avi Arad. Would you like to purchase the rights to the character Speedball? Yeah. But I think, again, I still think that, that, you know, Marvel was in dire straits and, like, he kind of did what he had to do. You know, yes, it is a horribly tangled mess, which I think I have an interesting way out of, you know. But, like, what could you have done at the time? You know, like a lot of, like a lot of desperation plays we've made in our lives, you know? Yeah, yeah. Did what he had to do. Like the classic song says, 
Here's your one chance at fancy not letting me down. Yeah. That's exactly see that's exactly how I feel about Jim Shooter. You yes. know? You know, like 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 geez, everything I hear about Jim Shooter, like he really sounds like just such a shit. Yeah. Yeah. But that was also the same period that I was reading Marvel Comics, so like he must have had something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Jim Shooter has to be some kind of credit for the comic book craze in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's still a shit. But he's still... You know, that doesn't stop him from being a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still so happy that we got past that period of, like, which cover did you get? Did you get the black and white one? The bag one? The polydag one? The embossed one? The silver embossed one? The gold embossed one? Oh yeah, no, way, way back in the day, DC caught me on that, and I was never caught again. They yeah. got me with, right at, well, right after or during Crisis of Infinite Earth, you know, after, when they were re they they brought back Superman with a four inch, a four issue limited series uh, called The Man of Steel, and I was interested to to okay great you know maybe this is where I can jump into DC they're starting fresh and like they had their first set of covers which were the, like limited edition covers. And then they had the regular covers, and I got suckered in, so I had I had eight of them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I never did that again. Like fuck you, I'm buying. You know, I I literally wish I never actually collected comics to begin with. I really kind of wish I would read comics and just give them to the local kids or some shit, you know. Yeah. 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 I. I, I, I I bought, I bought into, into the death, death of Superman, Superman but I was also the one person who was like, it's like, you know he's coming, coming back, back, right? There's, There's no, no way he's not coming back. back. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, really? Wow, okay. Then I guess he's totally never coming back. He's coming back. Yeah, Captain America didn't stay in Hydra long, did he? Yeah. Well, that's ridiculous. So, uh... The film Brass was directed by some guy. He directed this movie, and then he didn't really direct any other movies, but he went on to direct a shit ton of TV shows. You know what show he directed? TV's Jesse. I know I've never been on this podcast before, but it was a show about this girl, and she's babysitting this rich family in New York. Jesse. Yeah. So, and here's the funny part, part okay, of all, all the four friends, friends one was a success, and one was less of a success, and I love this, because the black one, Sasha, she now stars in the critically acclaimed series Dear White People. 
take a chance I mean this could have made them I'm, I'm <laughs> glad it didn't but it could have you know yeah, what I mean Like, and you don't know that because you just because it's just a roll of the fucking dice when you're an actor you gotta take what comes your way yeah, I, I, I was really fascinated with the cast of this week's movie the film also features John Voight how did you manage to land that oh god with a fake nose, like, what the fuck? That looks so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And it also features a legendary Jewish stage screen and singing star Lainey Kazan as a Mexican mom. Yeah. Brooklyn-born Jewish actress Lainey Kazan. Yes. Gained prominence in a wonderful role as the mom in my big fat Greek wedding. Is now a Mexican mom. You know how you can tell she's Mexican? Uh, there's mariachis in the fucking kitchen. Yes! Like, what the fuck was that even about? Yeah. So, the next Sylvester Stallone is gonna play a Middle Eastern man. Why not? It's gonna be great. Yeah. Fucking movie. And then, and then I was all excited because uh, I saw that Dean Harrison was in the film. Okay. Dean Harrison was Dwayne Wayne in the TV show A Different World. Which I still to this Oh, that sounds. Yeah, okay. Uh, I still feel that the show A Different World needs to get more credit. I was a big fan of that show. It was originally supposed to be a Cosby Show spinoff where Lisa Bonet's character goes to college to a fictional historic black college called Hillman College. But uh, Lisa Bonet left after the first season, so after that they focused on two secondary characters, a black, rich Southern belle, and a nerd math whiz, and that was Kadeem Harrison. He went from being like the comedy relief to suddenly starting his own sitcom, and the show was more successful after Lisa Bonet left. Yes. 
And Dwayne Wade was just the star of a different world. I loved this show growing up. It lasted six seasons, 144 episodes, and I was excited to see Dean Harrison in this movie. Somehow, two two five a spin-off off of a different world. Two two seven. Two two seven. Yes, sorry. Two two seven. I was also a big fan of that show because uh, it had the funny uh, made from the Jeffersons. Yes. And I was so excited to see her in something else, like a decade after. Recently, it brought it up as a part of uh, Black History Month this year. Sorry, what threw me off on John Voight is like I didn't notice him, and Jeannie had said John Voight. I didn't hear her say John Voight. I heard her say John Boy. So I looked up. I looked up expecting to see somebody completely fucking different. And I think you you repeated yourself and said John Voight, and I finally connected, and I was like. That doesn't really quite look like him, because they put the stupid fucking nose on him. Yeah. That that like when he was in close up, he did not look like John Voight, which is a weird choice to make when you're paying John Voight John Voight money. Yeah. Maybe John Voight you didn't know? want to look like John Voight. But in a in a longer shot, when you could see his whole face and build up. Oh, that's fucking John Voight with a funny nose on. <laughs> they, they, he had to have done this as a favor. A favor to who? <laughs> like the director or the producer was a friend of the family or some shit. But there's no way he did this of his own volition. 
Oh, so you think so you think part of the negotiation was like okay it was like a real vampire like okay, okay. How about I, I don't know. You put a fake nose on me, so nobody could tell I'm John Boy. Okay, how about how about that's that? A possibility. That's a possibility. How about when when it has my character in the, in the credits? How about it just has cocaine? <laughs> There's a popular girl in grass. I, I, I looked her up, and I'm like, she looks familiar. She's sounding familiar. if you were 10. Yeah. Okay? Because in just Destroy All Monsters at 10 years old I was able to accept we'll build a machine. Yeah. And they just left it with that and I was fine with it. 
They had it covered. They were building a fucking machine. You know? So it's kind of the same thing here. The ten-year-old mind could skip over a bit. Before you crush the only good thing in this movie. Not the deaf guy. The other guy. Not the deaf guy. Okay. Okay, good, 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 good. Okay, good. Fuck that guy anyway. Okay. No. Who turns out to also know Kung Fu and can beat up the head of the football team is White Boy Summers Chad Hanks. So that kid went on to become, uh, who is Tom Hanks' son, went on to become a totally lame gangster rapper and White Boy Summer, which we're about halfway done with, maybe even like 75% done with. So well, White Boy Summer been for you because you are a White Boy. It's been difficult for me because, like, they don't have brown guy summer. Yeah. Uh, I, I, have, I have not noticed. Okay. White boy summer means staying out of the sun. Okay? Or I will redden and peel and possibly blister. You know? I do, do our regular thing where I put you on the spot and make you explain the plot of this week's movie. But this is an hour and a half movie with 29 minutes of plot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and about the halfway half point of the movie, I'm like, it's over. The first 45 more minutes. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Well, I thought it was—I thought it was over at at what the birthday party or whatever. Yeah. 
her second Sweet 16. The funny part is, is that MTV agreed to, like, if you put us in the Brad's movie, we will advertise the hell out of this on MTV. So MTV and MTV News and, and everything were highly... Uh, publicizing the Bratz movie and writing articles online about the upcoming Bratz film and there was a big push about the Bratz movie but once it came out and it was a massive bomb MTV got rid of all of the shit that they did to promote it yeah MTV cut ties quick from movie but, uh, at least this movie is on brand, because this movie is as shallow as the toys it's based on. I, I, it's overall meh. You know, it's just kind of meh. Uh, I liked it a little bit better than Spice World. Really? It's not... I'm sorry, with these two movies, as a palate cleanser, you have got to watch Josie and the Pussycats to see that this kind of movie can be done right. Okay. Josie and the Pussycats, Jesus. Oh, that is a good, fun movie. A lot of people, a lot of people defend that movie, and a lot of people like that movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, but if I had to choose between watching Spice World and Bratz, I would go with Spice World just because yeah. if my choices for secondary characters are John Voight and Cumming, I'm going to be Cumming. This is true. I'm going to be Cumming big time. But there's a lot of coming. There's a lot of coming in Josie and the Pussycats. Coming, coming, coming is is the main antagonist. No shit! Oh my god, there's so much coming. Well, well, okay now, maybe not. Okay, it's between Alan Cumming and uh, Parker Posey as who was the bigger villain of this movie. Now, which movie are you talking about? Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, it's not Brass. No. <laughs> huh? I have talked at length in this podcast about my love of Parker Posey. Yes. Fuck, I love her so much. But okay, okay. Buddy... Rosario Dawson. Love her. Absolutely love her. Tara Reed in the role she was born to play. Um, blonde and stupid. Oh, blonde and stupid. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, Paula Abdul. Okay. Okay. Is she one of their moms? <laughs> no. But she could have been. 
Yes. It's a whole story. It's a whole story. Okay, so Paula Abdul started off as an L.A. Lakers dancer at age 18. Then she started doing choreography for music videos and TVs and movies. Uh, some of the things she choreographed. She choreographed the cheerleaders and Jerry Maguire. She choreographed the piano scene in Big. Yeah. Sorry, it is 
is a tragedy, but we are going forward. But uh, remember that Bravo TV show? It was a fucking mess, and it only lasted seven episodes before it was canceled. But the cameras captured the moment she was fucking fired. Oh. Right off fired, and it was big news at the time, and the short-lived reality show captured her public meltdown, and her screaming, and her yelling. Really? Just Paula, or simply Paula, I wrote it down here somewhere, Hey Paula. Um, it's, a, it's a great show, because it really does show Paula Abdul for who she was, a massive egomaniac who thought she was just as important as Jesus. See, I always felt that she was Hollywood's first attempt to make a J-Lo. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, like an alcohol pill problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that just happens. You know, I mean, yeah. genetic engineering, it's a young science, you know. Yeah, the show, the, the reality show captures her yelling at staff and getting pissed off at everyone who works with her and just getting angry and yelling at people and having public meltdowns and yada, yada, yada. So, um, why was Paula Abdul fired? We don't officially know. It could be the uh, substance abuse issues, the pills, the drinking, the erratic behavior, or just a nice combination of all of the above. But um, if you can find it, the Paula Abdul reality show is a ton of fun to watch. Here is my favorite quote from the reality show, Hey Paula, that explains... Uh, everything that was going on with Paula Abdul at the time, and it might be a nice insight into why she was fired. She said on the show, and I quote, I'm tired of people not treating me like the gift that I am. So basically, she's the spoiled rich girl in the movie. I want that as a shirt. I want Yes. I want that as a bumper sticker. I'm tired of people not treating me like the gift that I am. Okay. I love that. That's, That's my, my new mantra. I want a tattooed on my chest. <laughs> I'm tired of people not treating me like the gift that I am. And then, like, Paula Abdul, like, and then Bravo, the Bravo Network, which showed the Hey Paula reality show, being Paula, being Bravo, they waited on airing the Bratz firing episode until the Bratz movie came out to add uh, more press to the episode. Yes. And, and like, she's mortified and she's crying because I worked so hard, so much blood, shoot, sweat, and tears, only to be fired. Why can't people appreciate me? And it's like, lady, you are mortified that you're not able to work in one of the worst films of all time. Take yeah. it as a win, you know? Yeah. You dodged a bullet! Here's a 
I don't. I don't see. I don't see a reason to think it would be. I mean, exactly, exactly. I mean, what have we seen Paul Abdul actually act in before? Yeah. You know. Well, she was also going to have a part as oh, yeah, one of their yeah. teachers. teachers. Yeah. So basically, central focus of the fucking film. You know, she's got the. Uh, that that classic high school teacher role that let's see Edward James almost did it in that calculus movie Uh, yes and uh oh god I can't think of his fucking name he's like he's like huge Uh, I keep wanting to say Lawrence Fishburne but not him Morgan 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 Freeman he was a crab, for Christ's sakes. You said he was based on naming, like, let's see, Andre the Giant, Oh. So then Paula Abdul would just be trying to do her own take on that role. Yes, but also, there might have been better music, there might have been actual impressive dance choreography, because she is a very good dancer. So the film might have been incrementally better, at least. I don't, I don't know if I could have dealt with this movie breaking out in song too many times, song and dance numbers. But yeah. I would like to think it's time to say that as much as Paula Abdul is apparently a diva with see a problem with it. I mean, I mean, finding smaller shows to watch is like perfect for Jeannie and I for the time we have to like sit and watch something which is not always enough time for like a movie. You know, so like we're gonna, right after the show sometime we're gonna finish watching Loki. You know? And then, and then we'll need something. Yeah. Uh, Every episode I think you should leave is 15 to 16 minutes, and it's just great for just, I don't have that much time, but even if you don't have that much time, you can probably get three episodes of I think you should leave, and that's half a season. Such a good show. Okay, so that's all we've got for Bratz, which was only about 50% on Bratz. Watch out for the cheese money, because that drink will fuck you up. Oh, God, yeah. 
So until next week, I am Bunny Williams. And I am Stephen on behalf of Bella and Natasha and Jaden and everybody else in the house. I just want to say thanks for listening, and we will see you next week, you godless humans. Maxwell, do Bella's for me. Because they're all sleeping. Do you Cut and print. That's a wrap.